for a Q&A. <laughs> I got a feeling I know exactly what's coming. <laughs> Everyone has what? Yes. Okay, let me tell you something. I am not denying the amazing wisdom that says, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. I'm not denying that. But I am focusing on a very interesting concept. The Alter Rebbe writes, not a Jew can nor a Jew wants to be separated from God. Most of what we're dealing with is the product of abusive upbringings, school of hard knocks, Sometimes it takes a lot of work to be able to help another person get out of their cocoon, which they built for themselves. I'm not asking you to be the person who's going to blindly have faith and trust someone with money, with business, with this, with that. You're a Jew. I was at the rabbi's lecture. And it doesn't make a difference that you have a criminal record from here to, to Washington. Uh, you're a Jew. You're going to do what's right. No, I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you that. I'm not telling you that at all. Every time I've spoken to someone about business or anything, I always give them my disclosure. I don't know them in the business world. You're going to have to do your own research. I can just tell you in shul. In shul, 98% of the Jews are holy. How they are in the business world, you do your research. What you're, what you're confused by is what I said. I spent a whole night talking in yeshiva. What did the Rebbe want from my father-in-law? He really wanted him to believe that his cousin put on tefillin, but his cousin didn't put on tefillin. I'm going to share with you what I said that night. I'm not going to spend all the hours it took me to say it, nor am I going to drink as much as it took me to understand it. I'm going to just share with you in a heart what it is. I told him a story. One of the Lubavitcher Rebbe's had a chassid. The chassid was a very wealthy chassid. In Lubavitch, he dressed the traditional chassidic garb, and in Petersburg, he dressed the traditional businessman's garb. And then he thought to himself, how can a chassid do that to the Rebbe? I'm lying to my Rebbe. In front of the Rebbe, I dressed like a whole chassid. But over there, I'm sitting there with my three-piece suit and my pocket watch with the chain and with my gloves and everything. So he decided he can't do that no more. So he came back to Lubavitch and he put on his business suit. And the, third, and the Rebbe looked at him and like the eyes asked the question, the Rebbe's holy eyes asked the question, oh, what is this? And he burst out crying. I'm apologizing to the Rebbe. I didn't mean to fool the Rebbe. I didn't mean this. And this is who I am. And this is the dead. This is the way I dressed in Petersburg. And the Rebbe looked at him and said, I thought you were fooling them. You're telling me that you were fooling me. And that's what I was trying to share tonight. When you see a Jew misbehaving, most of us would say, aha, I knew it. That's the real him. Is that the real him? Or maybe the real him is when he's here in shul feeling naked in front of God, protected from all the influences and pressures. I think what this faith that the Rebbe is talking about is, what do we think the real him is? Now let me share with you. You find an addict who has a good heart, don't trust him with, with where your money is. Because on top of being a good heart, he has an addiction. He doesn't mean to, he doesn't want to, but he will. 
But to be able to see that was this person given the opportunity, were we, re were we to remove from him all the outside forces which led up to this, which has him confused, which has him feeling that he has to do this to survive, what you would see is a Jew doing the right thing every single time. In the world of practicality, you can't trust this Jew until the Jew has shown that he knows how to be a good Jew even under pressure, even under influences. But the minute you start believing, aha, that's the real him, I knew he's a double-crossing, nasty, when you have that, then we're gone. As a people, we're gone. But when you're able to look at that person and feel sorry, I know this person wants to be different. Just the way he was brought up, just what happened at home, just what he saw, just what he's been through, just what happened to him, whatever. He can go on and on and on. Practically speaking, don't trust him because he's a product of all these things. But beneath it all, know that that's, that's just given the chance. That's what I'm sharing with. The Rebbe never loses that sight. And to me, remember that I was talking to my father-in-law, not to me. But to me, that's the message I hear in that story between the Rebbe and my father-in-law. The Rebbe definitely wanted my father-in-law to find 20 different ways to bring up the topic and get him to put on tefillin. But the way my father-in-law said it was as if he is not a tefillin put on her. No, no, that not. He is. He's just had a different type of life than you did, different type of upbringing. Okay? Anyone else? Shkoyach. <sighs>